Welcome, everyone, to the Meat and Potatoes Wrestling Podcast, the wrestling podcast for those wrestling fans who like to listen to wrestling podcasts. With me today, back again, he's back and better than ever, my other lucha brother, Jeff Franklin. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Awesome to have you back, Jack. Always awesome to be uh, back again. Yeah, absolutely. Good to have you. You're always the most listened to part of my show, so of course I always like having you back on. Uh, Good to know. Good to know. That's excellent. So, uh, yeah, uh, it's been a little while. Uh, Jack's debut here in Season 2, and we definitely got a lot to talk about in the world of professional wrestling. And, uh, I mean, shit, might as well get started with – the wild week that was this past week uh, really talk about impact too much on this show. I don't think maybe in the first episode, that's probably about it, but uh, yeah, impacts making a, a comeback and also a, a, an appearance now finally on this show. Uh, yeah. looks like uh, impacts making a comeback. What do you think, Jack? I, I am very. Uh, I was very intrigued before Slammiversary, and now after Slammiversary, I am very happy because not only, uh, like we say in our personal conversations, what's good for the wrestlers and what's good for the business is good for everybody, but to actually see a show deliver the way that Slammiversary did with both the build and then giving the people what they want, so. This was a little bit more like a Friday the 13th and less like a Shyamalan twist, but there's room for both in, in, uh, in cinema, just like there's room for both in wrestling. And I feel like this delivered and gave people what they wanted between getting to see wrestlers hired by, by a company that were fired by WWE by seeing uh, people go over and get over the way that they were supposed to getting to have a lot of fun with the show and really good matches. Uh, there was a couple matches on there that could have helped pace with both AEW and WWE NXT. So, uh, yeah. um, I would say, um, I would say that this show, if it was a five star rating, I would honestly give it a, a four star. I felt that Slammer wow. was that good, just because it gave people what they wanted, but at the same time, it stayed them. It wasn't like they were trying to be AEW or NXT or WWE. It was we're we're Impact. This is what we are, and this is what we're gonna. This is what we're gonna be. This is our brand, and if they stick to that, I think there's room for a third, third organization, and everybody should be happy. Yeah, I mean. That's yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, I like the comparisons. Uh, you know, I definitely feel it was definitely a good show. It's good to actually say some nice things about Impact for once, uh, <laughs> right? Yeah, like, and like you said, you know, Jr. said it best. Uh, you know, uh, if every promotion is doing good, it's good for wrestling. It's good for the fans. Good for the wrestlers. So it's awesome to see Impact start kind of making a comeback. Uh, I. Uh, I do agree it was a good show. I also, uh, you know, kind of like you said, like it, it's not the twist that uh, I was expecting. You know, it's kind of by the book to me for people. I had a feeling we're going to be showing up. Uh, I kind of had a list of people that were like the for sure's and all those for sure's were for sure. And 
uh, kind of the hopefuls uh, I haven't seen yet. I mean, they still could be. Uh, Rusev, I'm, I think, was one of them, but I think with his uh, situation as as the moment, I think he's kind of stuck right now. But I still have hope. I think I think he might be a good fit there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't a bad show, but I mean, it's definitely a good start. Their roster looks fucking better than I've I've seen Impact look in a long time. Uh, it's good to see a lot of these guys, uh, you know, like that had some good talent from WWE actually, you know, go use that talent somewhere else. And, you know, we're not just seeing everyone jumping straight to AEW. So it's not like an overloaded, you know, like as much as I love to see certain wrestlers in certain companies, like there's nothing worse than overloading. See how NXT has been, see how most of WWE that cleaned out NXT has been, uh, you know, AEW right now, they're not feeling too overloaded, but I still feel like they need another show. Uh, but yeah, it's nice kind of have an impact, a whole different company, uh, you know, especially, I don't know, I, to me, I kind of, it looked like they were filming the fucking performance center. So, uh, <laughs> impact kind of looked like a, you know, how WWE looked when this pandemic first started. So it was kind of, uh, it kind of brought back some bad flashbacks for me seeing an empty arena, but, but on the speaking of the, of flashbacks and stuff, that's one flashback I'm glad I didn't see, which is. Stars from another organization making people that were a part of that organization have to be on the back burner. Getting to see actual impact guys get pushed instead of being, Mm -hmm. now that we got stars from a company that have been established, now you guys get to be, uh, you know, you guys get to basically be mid-card, glorified mid-card. Not having to see that happen makes me know that all right cool we're on the right track here we're yeah no that's just, for sure you know because let's face it uh impact made a lot of the same mistakes that wcw made when they were first started you know the guys that got them there and everything they stuck with and then all of a sudden you got to see and the names i'm going to mention are did really well for the organization uh, you know the bully rays and stuff, but then we saw the flares and the and Kurt Angle did an excellent job in in Impact. Matter of fact, most of his career was Impact. If you think about yeah, it, yeah, it was. But I mean, this is a guy who, you know, the main event mafia and all that stuff. Impact guys, if it wasn't for that X division, they really wouldn't have had anything uh, when that company first. Uh, well, not just first, but let's just say the first decade to be safe. You know, I mean, mm. that really went from being something that was a competitor to something where we're like, yeah, we saw, we've seen this before, and this was the the fall of WCW. So, yeah, not having to replay that, not having to get flashbacks of that when watching Slammiversary, I'm super stoked about because uh, I would say as a wrestling fan, that was my number one fear going into Saturday. Oh, I mean, as a wrestling fan, this was just a huge week in general. And, you know, like, uh, we were kind of both expecting the best and hoping for the the worst because, you know, of being used to WWE or Impact. We knew AEW was going to be good, as always. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, all three, I got to say, all three, I'd, I'd say knocked it out of the park, you know, like uh, I, I when it comes def- to – Go ahead, sorry. Oh, I was going to say when it comes to – you know, WWE will get to that uh, impact, you know, like it just seemed like it, it just seemed like uh, 
uh, wrestling has just this different feel now. Like this is like, like Absolutely. holy shit, we're actually like, like uh, it just feels like we're in the wrestling uh, era that we've been craving for so long. And yeah, New Japan, you know, even just came back, had their tournament, uh, and I mean, <laughs> wrestling's back, and wrestling back, like you know, in a good fucking way. Like I'm really. This was a great week for wrestling fans. Uh, for me, of course, I know not everyone liked Extreme Rules. We'll get to Extreme Rules. I fucking loved it. But uh, yeah, uh, finishing here on Impact. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to seeing, uh, you know, how they progress. And uh, I know they're probably not going to shoot their whole load in one night. So I'm sure there's probably more guys that are going to be coming over. So that's going to be good to see. I like what you said. You know, everyone that's, you know, okay, here we got a WWE guy here now, so everyone else can fuck off. Uh, I think that's when you were saying hope for the best, but expecting the worst. I think that was pretty much mean that would be the worst about impact while finishing up the impact conversation. Me personally, I had high hopes for that particular pay-per-view. And Mm -hmm. the only one that I was hoping for the best expecting the worst was actually Extreme Rules. And mm-hmm. yeah. what you just said, you know, yeah, I, I, I see mixed reactions. I don't understand the mixed reactions. Like you said, we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, I kind of giggled was I was thinking. We're wrestling myself, fans. We're never happy. Well, I was, <laughs> I was laughing because like New Japan, I was thinking to myself with this pan, like the way those crowds are and stuff, like if mm-hmm. the pandemic's not going to affect the show. I'd say, like, Japan, it's not going to affect you much because those fans, uh, other than when when they know they're supposed to get riled up, they're really not a riled-up crowd. So uh, when I hear Japan starting things up, I'm like, I'm surprised they weren't one of the first to start back up. But yeah. Maybe they Still were. Good. Maybe they didn't know, you know? But, yeah. yeah. Who, who knows? Still good to see them back. Uh, it's good to see the impacts, you know, uh, not a joke now. Like, they're actually – you know, like, uh, I think that was the biggest thing, like, like how much of a joke that, you know, some of these companies have been lately. And, you know, it was, uh, you know, there's definitely some funny parts on the extreme rules now, uh, which I mean, I'm going to consider, I'm going to start with the extreme rules right here. It, this is, this has been my feud of, of the year. Uh, you know, crazy enough, as much as I love AEW and I'm just, you know, I can't stop slobbing that knob right there, but you know, I, I, I gotta say the best thing going on WWE right now is, uh, uh, Seth Rollins and fucking Ray Mysterio. I mean, probably Ray's best feud I've seen since him and, uh, uh, Eddie Guerrero, you know, the, the, I'm your poppy, you know, gimmick, uh, uh, you know, one of the best shirts too ever made. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I mean that th- this was a great feel. like this is some of Seth's best work. I love his his you know the guy's growing his beard thick. He's really going through with the whole Jesus thing. This is probably the best I've ever seen the guy on the mic. Same with Mysterio. Like Mysterio has been really solid. Like the whole build, the whole feud's been good, and like the whole just I- I've loved everything about it. Like it's it's it, the match was. You know, because I was thinking, like, eye for an eye, this, this is going to be, you know, there's how do you, how are you going to fucking pull this off? There's no way, you know, like somebody's going to really lose an eye. And I mean, you know, 
kayfabe wise, they fucking did it. They fucking they popped out Ray's fucking eye, and it was you know like I was blown away in a good way, like holy shit. And then the funny part being Seth Rollins is his cell of seeing that and his ah ah <laughs> his voice with his puke, and it actually looked like vomit. Him selling that was vomit, and I mean. It was funny in a good way. Everything I loved, I loved, I loved. I, I was so happy with how that turned out and the ending that, that came with. I, I mean, that's something you don't see in wrestling. And to pull something like that off, like something you might have seen, you know, ECW or maybe 70s and 80s, uh, you know, that old school shit. But, like, I mean, this was just a phenomenal feud from beginning to end which you know i'm sure especially with ray's contract he's gonna be uh you know this was a great out for ray but man like if it if this is you know if this is the one thing that does great like this this is one of the best feuds i've seen WWE actually put together like uh and and the way that the crowd in was banging on the 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 hockey glass it just made it a huge atmosphere i mean i i, I thought it was one of the best I'd say it's almost a perfect feud just because I it, the the ending legitimately blew me away and like I, I was it, that's the shit the beauty of wrestling there's my line right there that's the beauty of wrestling right there like that feud is fucking beautiful I loved it and I can't say enough about how awesome that was well I always dig because Ray like you were saying few and far between when it comes to storyline feuds uh. I, for one, you know, with the Seth Rollins feud, I knew that given the chance Ray could do it because I seen Ray in Lucha Underground, and that was a storytelling Ray Mysterio. Um, I feel like when he left the WWE originally, um, you know, he was just this kind of like, hey, you know, this is what we expect from you, six one nine, her crying the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. His resurgence out in uh, WWE and really in the sport in general, watched him come back, the huge pop from Royal Rumble, showed the star power, mm-hmm. showed everything. I would like to think that WWE saw that in him and there was something big all along. I honestly think the pandemic actually probably made it where they gave Ray a chance because they didn't have a choice because of limited stars. And for Ray to be able to step up and towards this latter end, you know, the latter stage of his, of his career and everything, being able to pull off an actual feud, great storytelling, great everything, whether Ray sticks with WWE or not, I'm hoping or not, because I got a feeling that this will once again be few and far in between for the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this is the Rey Mysterio that should always be given a chance. You know, is oh, Rey Mysterio yeah. ever going to give you a great heel performance or anything like that? No, the guy is always capable of giving you match of the night, possibly match of the year. But this shows he's also capable of in a face role with the correct heel, giving you feud of the year. And I agree with you. I do think this is WWE's feud of the year. And I will also agree with you, it was match of the night, but one thing that needs to be said, this is why everybody calls him a Hall of Famer, but this is also the... Are you moving around? Are you moving around? No, I'm not. Okay. Are you? No, are you? <laughs> no, so, sorry. I, I'm just making sure we get the we get to hear we get to hear that that lovely voice here is gonna kind of fade a little in and out, but you're good what, now. 
And all I was saying then was, uh, you know, everybody's saying that the guy's a Hall of Famer, no doubt. Mm-hmm. But what they need to really be stopping is best mass wrestler, best little man, all that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. fuck that. It's 2020. Let's just call it the way it is. This dude has been a top performer for a long time. He might be a company guy. You know, it might do what he's told very easily. At least that's what it looks like outside looking in. But the one thing for sure is this guy, this guy is, uh, he's for sure, no matter when he ends his career, he's got to go down as one of the greats. Yeah, he might not be one of these guys that can be like Jericho, who he can transition and be all these different uh, versions of himself. Maybe that's not him, but that's not flair. That's not you know, that's not angle. That's not all these guys. Like there's only a few people that can be, uh, can reinvent themselves. The fact that yeah. he's one of the guys that hasn't reinvented himself. And I don't mean to get long winded about this, but when the, he's not reinventing himself and he's also not on the bingo hall indie circuit, you know, this shows the star power and the steam power and the respect that I think wrestling fans and just audiences in general really have for Mr. Mysterio. So mazel tov to him and hopefully it's nothing but good themes for him for the rest of his career. Hey, Shalom. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I gotta say too, I mean, if this feud was back in, you know, uh, I, I got, I'll say this, I've never been a big Ray Mysterio fan, you know, once he joined, you know, back in uh, 2002 to win, uh, you know, he, he finally left. Like I, 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 you know, I respect the guy's work. I hate, I've always hated those fucking pants that he had those baggy pants. So I was glad to see him when he came back. Like, you know, he was old school looking Mysterio, you know, it seemed like he, he just had, it just looked like old Mysterio, you know, he didn't have the same bland matches, move sets, like, you know, and, uh, Getting to that point, I, I'm, you know, if this if this feud was back when I, I when I hated Mysterio because I hated that that entrance when he, you know, his eyes and that creepy face he always made in his entrance. I I'd probably be loving that feud even more, you know. Like, but uh, he also yeah, got I, over killing somebody in the ring. Let's not that gets so forgotten. You know? Yeah, oof, yeah. <laughs> oof. I, well, good thing he's not doing an eye, eye for an eye for that match. <laughs> oh. that, I uh, mean, talk about getting over something that a lot of performers would have not got over. Yeah, no, no shit. You no know, shit. I, hey. That's so amazing to me that he was able to pull that off, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's that's very true. Uh, I, quotations like what you did there, that's, that's huh. uh <laughs> that was really good. I, yeah, I, I completely forgot about that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, one of the greats, I agree. Absolutely. You know, I, I'd love to see Ray Mysterio hit a few more promotions. Like you said, you know, I, I think he's still got a few more years uh, left in the tank. Uh, you know, if he says WB, great. You know, he's done his best work since he's gotten back. If he goes somewhere else, you know, the guy's still going to be, you know, I'd love to see, I actually would love to see Ray in new Japan, honestly. Uh you know, if he's gonna go anywhere, that that'd be a that'd be a place I would love to see the guy. You know, headline a Wrestle Kingdom, uh, and then kind of finish out WWE. So that'd be cool. I would, I would like to actually see him and Jericho. But here's here's my thing with mm-hmm. him needing to leave WWE mm-hmm. because 
eventually crowds are coming back. Eventually there's going to, he's going to oh, yeah. sidelines. I know that. And, mm-hmm. and here's the thing is, uh, just like a good photo, you know, you need the proper shutter speed, aperture and ISO settings to make your, but it's the ambiance in which you have to set those in this feud. And the way it ended was perfect because of the ambiance. This horror show thing would have never happened if crowd stayed in. It would have just been another extreme rules like mm-hmm. the year before and the year before that. This yeah. happened at the right time. When I think of what Jericho and Mysterio could have did in WCW, when I think about what Mysterio did with Rollins and the storyteller that Jericho is and the history that him and Mysterio have, together as far as being cruiserweights in WCW. I believe they had matches in ECW. They uh, Obviously, Jericho got his start in Mexico. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that goes here where I would like to see that AEW thing happen uh, because I feel that there would be a little more traction there than the way things are going for uh, Matt Hardy. I feel there's actually storyline traction that oh, would yeah. make kind of stand out for the end of his career and I, you know maybe I'm a romantic that way but I just would like to see that ending of a storybook career end with just a really good story where Mysterio uh, literally figuratively whatever comes out on top and then he can you just pies on. That's why I believe that. <laughs> he needs a swan you know he needs needs the proper yeah. swan song man that's all that's what I said for me I would like to see him you know, uh, Wrestle Kingdom uh, or just any New Japan promotion. AW would be awesome. Like you said, the, the options there for guys to wrestle. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, if he stays WWE, cool, you know, but like it kind of feels like he's kind of – he's wrestled everyone he can. That's, you know, like he, he's, he's put on great matches with everyone, and this would be a great way for him to kind of go off and – you know, come back and finish out. Uh, but yeah, I mean, can't say enough how much I love, you know, that match. And like you said, there's one thing WWE has beat everyone out in this. As much as I've shit on WWE, they've done one thing 100% right, made chicken shit out of chicken salad, and that's the cinema matches. Oh, my God. Is nobody has, has done these better. You know, they, they could try. But man, I mean, WB from uh, you got a message from beginning to end has uh, has done nothing but awesome, you know, awesome fucking matches in, in these cinemas, you know, and like you, you were saying, you know, because of everything going on that making chicken shit out of chicken salad, like they've done it, and you know, like give me seconds, like I, I, <laughs> I, I love, I love these matches, you know, anything that involves Bray Wyatt was good. The Undertaker, AJ Styles was awesome. Uh, you know, I, I, the Money in the Bank was good. Uh, I think Impact and Matt Hardy says you're welcome because yeah, that's true. the Godfather, but they yeah. didn't do it the way that this is happening. Oh God, yeah. Uh, this is uh, this is yeah. I mean, yeah. Look, Matt Hardy, yeah, the the, the true originator of all this. Who. I think everyone really shit on, you know, in the beginning we're doing all that shit. And, you know, there's the beauty of wrestling. That shit, you know, if all it does is it has to catch on. And, you know, it, it, it just takes watching it enough times to be like, oh, okay, now I get what he's doing. I get, you know, and like now it's just like I almost like 
you know, same with Matt, like with Matt Hardy, I, I love, I almost want to see Matt Hardy in just those type of matches. Same with like, I love Bray Wyatt as a, as a wrestler, but man, like, I think, you know, like I, you know, the guy's got to wrestle in the ring, of course, you know, like he's not up there with Matt Hardy, but like, man, I don't think anybody does these better than Bray Wyatt, you know, and the guy barely wrestles in it, but like, I truly, you know, especially last night, that thing was put together so well. And it even hooked me, you know, like it even had that horror hook where, you know, you're just like, ah, oh, come on. And, oh, okay. They got me, you know, like uh, there was some, you know, for, for WWE standards, there was actually some pretty like, well, that's, that would be kind of scary, you know, like, uh, and uh, the cinematography, the storytelling, and then they had the fiend finish, you know, coming up through the waters, almost look kind of look like fucking swamp thing. Uh, yeah. But like, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I what, really... what else would you expect from the sun from IRS? Great storytelling. <laughs> no, man, I uh, yeah, Irvin Arschneister, you know, <laughs> Jesus Christ. But uh, no, man, I agree. I feel that Bray is the ultimate storyteller. I think he's untouchable in that area. Mm-hmm. The reason he doesn't wrestle that much in these storytelling matches is because they're not wrestling matches. Yeah, they are be. story. They yeah. are a story that needs to be told without whatever minutes it's getting told in, and it's done mm-hmm. in segments for pre, uh, the the pre uh, the pre gaming of it and everything, and the getting hyped about it and stuff, and then it delivers every single time, other than when he had to do the. Uh, Randy Orton digital cockroaches type of thing. Now, and that's not uh, his fault, though. You know, I mean, uh, pal? that's his fault. You know, it was good shit, Jack. Good shit. Yeah, you know, so fuck. Bugs. But yeah, ugh, oogie boogie, oogie boogie. Good job, pal. Don't you think so, Pritchard? Uh, yeah. To, to be fair, at least that that wasn't a cinema match. I mean, even if you go back to their, uh, what was it? Uh, yeah, that's true. Match, whatever. Like, if you go back now, you know, and after watching all these other things, I like. I think then we shit on it. You know, I think we go back and watch it now. I was like, oh wow, this. You know, like, I, I think it actually would would look good going back and watching that now. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't think it's going to be as great as they have all this stuff that we've seen, but you know, we weren't used to that then, and uh, yeah. So I mean. Yeah, anything pretty much Bray Wyatt's in, like you said, you know, like I, I love seeing the guy in the ring, you know, and I, the guy could do both. Uh, I, you know, I kind of hope that, you know, uh, we just we see the fiend in the ring and Bray Wyatt as, you know, these movie settings. So I, I think that'd be a good, you know, in between a good mix. And uh, I mean, yeah, we can, only, uh, we can only hope we we know what WWE has done with the guy thus far and. Mm-hmm. Always, it's always got me worried because the guy's not roided out looking, so Vince doesn't get a boner off of him, and the guy, <laughs> the guy also isn't doesn't seem like he's a corporate kiss ass. So it's like yeah. if you're not either of those, you know, uh, how are you going to keep getting your pushes and stuff? And you hope in this business, especially that promotion or that organization, that company, mm. you hope that there's still room for when you rise to the top, you stay on top. And I feel that's where Bray belongs. If it doesn't happen, I'm not shocked, but thank goodness there's other promotions where if he gets unleashed, 
Jesus the the best is yet to come if the guy gets released or gets you know I mean, contract hands, whatever. You know. Yeah. I mean who's who I mean, look at what the guy's been given, what he's turned it into, you know, like uh, you know, the guy can do anything, you know, the guy's got you know, next to Jericho, he's one of the best minds in the game uh, for the business. I, I love, yeah. you know, like, I just love, you know, guys that are like that, that just have that, you know, just that mindset of, you know, this is not, this is just good for the business, not just for me. And uh, yeah, Bray Wyatt's one of those dudes. I love pretty much anything that guy's, you know, been doing since he's reinvented himself. So uh, good on, Bray and yeah, like I said, good on Extreme Rules last night. Good matches. Dolph Ziggler, I think, put on the best match I think of his entire career. Uh, and, yeah, uh, him and McIntyre excellent chemistry. Holy oh God, God, yeah, they do. Yeah, that was. I mean, the way. Yeah, I mean, I there was a few times I was like, holy shit, I think. I think uh, <laughs> you know, I think I think he's gonna win it. You know, like that, but that's that's how good you know these. You said the guys have great chemistry and the guys, uh, you know, the way uh, Drew put them over and uh, yeah, Dolph, man, like that, that was, you know, I, I like to see more matches like that. Uh, you, know, you know, every match, every match was, was damn good. Like I, I really, that's I really liked. Bugs me about like, let's go to the female division of all three organizations. I'm uh-huh. really excited for impact. Because they're, they, I mean, it was supposed to be a show and tell for their female division, some of the things they had going on. The female uh, championship match actually was really up there. Uh, the thing that I'm, I would actually rank it talent wise, female, like WWE Impact AEW. But WWE mm-hmm. become third slot because they are not utilizing their talent the way that they should. AEW is the up and coming. These girls yeah. are going to be really super good here in the next few years. And Impact, man, I mean, talk about uh, coming in like stealthy. Like when I was actually looking at that division, I'm like, they might possibly have the best female wrestling division in the world. And. That's because yeah, I mean, they will not use their talent the way they're supposed to. I mean, they drowned right. us with Charlotte and Becky. Now mm-hmm. they're yeah, for Bailey sure. and Sasha, and it's like, what are you doing? You know, you and they even got the WCW finish last night. Oh, Bruce Pritchard. <laughs> did he get that from Russo? I mean, my yeah. God. I mean, Jesus Christ! Oh, what a fun terrible. match! That was such a fun <laughs> match until that. So yeah, that, that was terrible. Match. And fucking, hey, I mean, Jesus Christ. I think that shocked me more than seeing Mysterio's eye fucking come out. Like, I was like, <laughs> what? Yeah, probably. probably. I, I would have to agree with that one. Um, I can believe it. Such a good match, too. Like, I was blown away. So does WWE have to, like, switch the – like, they actually not have a joke with the tag team division, so they make a joke out of the female division instead of that. You know, they finally have a tag match yeah. that you're like, damn, what – and tag yeah. champs are, are a novelty act. And yep. all of a sudden, hey, you know what? We did good there, so let's fuck up this, you know? So yeah. I, uh, I really, it's like Murphy's Law is McMahon Law. Like, 
not everything can be good. There's got to be something that goes wrong. And I feel oh, like yeah. outside Extreme Rules, the only knock, the only – all cheers, the only jeer would be the, the, the female, the, yeah. the female division. And it's Just- – don't be don't be Japanese around Vince McMahon. I guess that's the biggest fucking thing. Like fuck, man. <laughs> like, it's you man. know I don't for life of me I uh, that's why I'm really stoked about the impact the impact uh, division mm-hmm. for the women. I feel like yeah. I feel like that. I honestly think that's the that's the one. That's the number one right now. WWE easily could be if they would just knock it off. And AEW is going to be right up there. It just that's a marathon, not a sprint with them. They're building. Uh, they're building the, their roster. You know. And I I think this is this is where we're going to differ because I honestly think AEW is the best. Uh, this has got the best women roster out there. Uh, Britt Baker's I, my favorite. I, I huh? Out of all three, Britt, Britt, blah, blah, blah. Britt Baker is still <laughs> my favorite. Out of all three. Oh, yeah. Britt Baker's awesome. I mean, you know, like, I, my favorite, you know, like, uh, is, uh, you know, I love Nyla Rose. I love Nyla Rose, uh, you know, Bringing in uh, Vicky Guerrero, one of the best heel managers of all time. Not only can talk, but you know, like I've said before, it's nice having a manager for beast wrestlers. And this is a this is a good, you know, that's one thing AEW does great is they match up uh, the managers with good beast wrestlers. And yeah, I mean, I think their women's division, you know, I, you know, I, like you said, I, I know it's a work in progress, but like. How AEW lets lets them go and lets them kind of be their own characters and everything. Like I'd have to see more of Impact. Yeah, uh, exactly. You know, so so that's just me being biased. Let's but, just revisit uh, this this particular thing in a month. I would like to see where you're at in a month yeah. with a female because I feel like if you watch Impact, you'll see they have they have these characters in this and this wrestling style and the scene mm-hmm. where. It just, it's it's good all around. Check it out. You know, I I love because I agree with you with everything you said about AEW. But I would really mm-hmm. love your input on Impact with watching it more because I I I feel like it's this this scene that could easily be switched because WWE is going to be the last place one right now because they're just not utilizing their talent. Mm-mm. I mean that's not just female, that's male as well. They just oh, don't yeah. they don't do it correctly. So mm-hmm. you know, wrestling wise, outside of storytelling, wrestling wise, I mean WWE is gonna be last place almost everywhere. And it's not yeah. the wrestler's fault. We always say oh, that, no. but you know yeah. I mean, Well, I'm just very interested in in to see where things go from here on out with with uh the women's division. And honestly, I really, really will be very happy if uh, they prove us and Jim Cornette and JR mm-hmm. and everybody wrong and actually start taking their tag team division seriously instead of everything having to be a fucking lame ass comedy act. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, we've said it enough. Uh, like, you know, I said last night it was good to see Cesaro and uh, Nakamura, you know, uh, get, a, get a title. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, and then you know the whole Oscar thing, and I mean, good grief! 
yeah. it's the only knock uh, I have on the whole team, man. Yeah, it really, it really was. If if they had like, I would have, I would have put that up there. You know, the, WWE has had some good pay reviews, but like, you know, I think Extreme Rules could have been. Like, I think Royal Rumble is still the number one for this year, but Extreme Rules came very close if it wasn't for that ending. Uh, I'm going to go Extreme but, Rules, and it, but it is close. I think Royal Rumble yeah. up there. I'm just, I mean, I'm just a big Royal Rumble guy, so I can't. Absolutely. Plus, they had a fucking crowd. So. Yeah, right? I would never <laughs> even try and switch or sway an opinion or anything with, with Royal Rumbles with you. It just, for my yeah. personal taste and what's going on, you know, how much things just always have a tendency of getting really, really bad really quick. Extreme yeah. Rules was a surprise. It was a scene that, you know, you and I were discussing for weeks before that. Like, yeah. we were so intrigued and interested in seeing, like, what this podcast is about. It's really not just about Extreme Rules, about wrestling after this week as a whole. But it, yeah. all of them delivered and Extreme Rules uh, – I can't believe this is going to be said in 2020. <laughs> WWE won out of the three promotions. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I honestly, it, when it comes to matchways, AW won the week. When it comes to storytelling and and building, uh, man, like yeah, like I, I really like holy shit, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, after I watched the uh, Extreme Rules last night, I thought the same thing. I'm like, holy shit, like the one pay per view I thought was gonna be, you know, like ah, like this will just be fun to watch, whatever. Like this was actually the one that was tops, and you know, we're both AEW guys, you know, through and through. But and this is not not a knock on anybody else, but I mean, it's just like I was more entertained with Extreme Rules. Than anything else I saw this week, and that is like you said, that's that's fucking mind blowing. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but yeah, moving on now to uh, AEW. Uh, yeah, I mean they put on pretty much three straight pay per views. Uh, uh, every single one was good. Every single one I loved. They, they did have you know good storytelling, especially this last one with yep. uh, the tease of Omega and Cody turning heel. And my God, have we missed! seeing heel omega holy crap man like i i uh yeah i might have had a little baby gravy after that match uh because that that guy that guy knows how to i forgot how good kenny omega was as a heel right. uh and i i'm excited to see that build and same with cody two back-to-back fighter fests and fight for the fallen and the best storytelling mm-hmm. of three pay-per-views was this last week with fight for the fallen. I feel the oh, wrestling yeah. in both fighter fests were better than this, this pay-per-view, but as far as storytelling goes and stars, uh, making sure your stars stay stars and bringing the people up that need to bring them up mm-hmm. AW, just like every other week, whether it's a pay-per-view or not pandemic or not, they mm-hmm. know, how to keep their wrestlers all looking interesting, all looking relevant, all looking. Yep. Everybody. AEW just feels fresh every week. That's what I love about AEW. Nobody loses on a. It's not like anybody's career goes down to shitter when they lose an yeah. AEW match. You know, you're yeah. not like, oh, great. You know, this guy's going to, you know, what we see in the Cesaro treatment, you know, like mm. we, don't, we don't have to worry about that in AEW. Uh, y- yes. Both Kenny and Cody are 
two people that I love them way more as heels than faces. I feel that Adam Page is just waiting for this heel turn with Omega that has a chance of being feud of the decade. And mm. when it does, it's basically the Ibushi thing, but with a new dude, new gimmick. Uh, and, you know, I just also, like, it's time for them to get separated because Heel Kenny, Stone mm. Cold, AEW, or the Stone Cold for AEW, I really feel, uh, you know, really goes to Page. And, you know, I just, man, it's time. And Cody now... He's he's really a heel, but man, he feels like such a neutral because there's you know he's got that open challenge where he can take on faces or heels. I like yeah. I I like it all. I like it all. I can't like we Absolutely. always say outside of this podcast too. We never ever shit on AEW unless <laughs> other than, <laughs> other than you know I gotta say they gotta really stop trying to force feed us brandy yeah for sure yeah 100 percent agreed like yeah i am Uh, for anybody who has a real storyline all for anybody who has really something going whether it's in the ring outside the ring or both but one thing i don't want is to see where we're trying to develop this thing and it feel like it doesn't go anywhere and it just feels like uh her gimmick thing she was trying to do early on with kind of locks of hair and all that, it didn't go over now trying yeah, to do she's... Great hair sisters. That's not going to, the ratings on the wall, it will not go over. She's a you know good talent, but she's batting a thousand. We're trying to find her fucking direction. AEW. And uh, I feel she's just trying to be more than Cody's wife. Instead, just let it be where she's more than, Cody's wife. Yeah. She's got the True. talent. She's got everything. But these scenes take time. Like, there's nothing to be embarrassed about that your husband yeah. is president of the best organization in professional wrestling in the world. And yeah. just take that, take that in stride. And when it when it happens for you, it'll happen for you. Instead of just, you know, Rome wasn't built in the day, Brandy. So let hmm. just let and that's and that's that, you know. I mean uh, I like Allie with Kiki Marshall. I felt like it was a mistake at first to take her away from Butcher and the Blade because that Butcher Blade and Bun- 